Everybody, welcome back. Another weekly show. I look forward to these Wednesdays so much. It's so much good fun. So much good stuff going on here too. What about you guys? Stormy, Pete, how are we doing tonight? Um, I'm really good actually. I had a really nice day out in the city. Um, which it was a little overcast. I think I just missed a little bit of a drizzle on the way back. Um, mm. <laughs> are, you, are you hungry, Pete? Sorry, no. Um, I'm just referring to Charlie <laughs> Golf's. Uh, <laughs> comment there in on twitch says pete's marking through phallic so just um well just uh, aren't most microphones sort of phallic no it depends really i mean like you know the the blue microphones for example i would Mm -hmm. i would argue that they're more um below what what one might consider the phallus um but anyway this is an entirely different thing that we're getting onto and we should get back to Stormy's chat about going to the city as soon as we possibly can. Sorry, distracted. Um, I don't know if um, anyone in Perth has been here before because I really I really love this place and it is gaming related. Um, there's a little cafe called um, like Game City Espresso Bar. Um, oh, and yeah. Yeah, they're, they're wonderful. Um, I, I, any chance I get in the city, I always find an excuse to get a bagel there and they've got um, like a pinball machine. They've got all sorts of like video game pop culture stuff around. Um, it's really cool. So that's how I spent my day. Um, and then I've just been chilling and playing some Apex. That's it. What about you, Pete? You- uh, just hanging out, guys. Just um, yeah, just just had a bit of a day. Uh, God, what what can I what can I say? Really, what can I say? I'm just trying to think about what it is exactly that I could say because I did have it there. There it was. There was the moment. Um, Gamma said he's got a blue Yeti. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know if we. The whole point of having blue. Anyway, so we move on. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I've had a really nice day. Thanks, guys. I- I've had uh, quite the week. It's been quite a hectic week, um, particularly with the day job. It's been quite newsy this week because of the slap heard around the world between one Will Smith and Chris Rock. Um, and then, uh, you know, we've got the budget handed down. So this is all this other shit that I've got to cover off in my in my other life and then finally i get to come to a wednesday where i get to do the stuff that i really want to do which is hang out with you <laughs> wonderful people and chat uh, about uh video games and um discuss shaved testicles thanks to our dear friends at manscaped that's exactly what i want to do please me too what what, what can we talk about there because like I'd, I'd like to talk about shaved testicles as well yeah. right okay well um yeah, yeah. i i'll get started see i have I have a little something for you guys. Yeah, I know, seg of the... Seg of the century! Um, <laughs> thank you very much, Charlie Golf. So, uh, of course, we are still with Manscaped, or rather they are still with us. Um, Manscaped, wonderful company, wonderful technology. I've been using them myself, and I'm not lying when I say that I'm very thoroughly impressed. Um, I, was, I got the performance package 4.0, and it certainly does perform and it's got the fourth generation trimmer and it's got the cutting edge ceramic blade and you know i haven't had an accident yet i've uh, i've kept up to date with it it's got this advanced skin safe technology it's you know and it's all that it's cracked up to be it's not just fancy words that they throw around it's waterproof as well it's got this led spotlight it's got all the things and then the aftercare is quite good i'm, I'm enjoying using the lotions but um guys i thought just for a bit of fun tonight what we might do is we might play a game um, if you two would like to play a bit of a game. Okay. Playing a game on a podcast about gaming? Uh, is, can we do that? Crazy, crazy. So oh, this no. is the Manscaped game. Um, and you'll have to excuse me because it has been a, quite a hectic week and a hectic day. Uh, I, I don't have any sound effects or anything, so we might just have to go a cappella. Um, but here's how this game works. Right? It's a Manscaped game. The game is called Guess Dem Clean Balls. Um, so what's going to happen is, uh, Stormy, it's you versus straightjacket jim and these are descriptions of game characters that i imagine would actually manscape 
and keep themselves quite neat down there. And uh, I've I've got a couple. Um, oh, and uh, as I mentioned, it's best of three uh, wins. And would you like the first description? Yeah, go on. Wait, how do we do we buzz in? How do we what? Uh, you can buzz in with. Would you like to buzz in with your name? Would you like to buzz in with Stormy? Yeah, go yeah. on. Then. Okay, so, but give me a give me an example. Give me, Stormy, give me how are you going to buzz in? Stormy. There we go. That's, that's pretty good. Uh, straight. 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 Oh, I like that. there's a bit of a bit of gravel in your voice as well. I like that. <laughs> right. Um, here's your first one. Uh, actually, I might have some sound. Do I have some? No, that's crap. No, that's crap. That's crap. That's crap. So this is strictly video game characters, right? Strictly video game characters. Human? Well, hang on. Stop asking questions, oh, mate. Okay, sorry. You're not allowed to ask sorry. questions. This, this oh, is guess just, them clean balls. I yeah. Know, I no, all right. know. This, okay, this, this right. is guess them clean balls, not 20 questions. Come on. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. We really <laughs> want to beat you now. I do have... Um, yeah, okay. I've got correct and incorrect sound effects and stuff. Okay, here we go. Here's your first one. Um, all right. Did you guys get that sound effect? Did that work? Can you do it again? Did that work? Uh, not really. Wah, wah, wah. Is that what it's supposed yeah. to be sounding it's, like? It's meant to, it's meant to be that. Like I'll... Cutting. Yeah. I'll, sh I'll shut my mouth. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, all right. First one. Uh, I'm an anti-hero who's down there, yeah, yeah, although being incredibly smooth, would probably be very sweaty from my loincloth. Ooh. Any takers? Any takers yet? I can go on. I'll go on. Yeah, go on. Go on. You can't get this. If you get this wrong, by the way, you're not out. So you can, oh. you can have a okay. go. Okay. Um, okay. Aphrodite's seen them. In fact, she's probably seen them quite often. Remember, these are video game characters. They are chalk white. Yeah, uh, straight. Yes, yeah, straight. Um, it's got to be Kratos, surely. Got to walk. Yeah. <laughs> L little bit of help from chat there. Just a little bit. Little oh, bit. you cheat! Cheat! Uh, cheat. Uh, you look at chat. What are you doing? Oh, sorry. I'll close my eyes. I'll close my eyes. Oh my god. All right, hang on, hang on. We're turn, right. turning I, off chat. I, I, I'm turning I'm off chat. chat as well. All right, go on. You know what? I'm not going to say Kratos. Wow. Should have said Kratos. Cheater. Should have said Kratos. Point to chat. All Point fair and love in, in game shows. Yeah. Um, okay, here's, here's the next one. <clears throat> uh, uh, I imagine this character would experience quite a severe amount of chafe, and one might argue that they're a royal blue, considering that. He spends a lot of his time chasing a certain Tommy. woman. Y yes? Oh. <laughs> nope. I heard you finish the sentence and it's not who I thought it was. Straight. Yeah. Straight. No, 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 no. Yeah, yes, straight. Yes, Mario. Straight. No? Oh. There you go. That's a good guess. Mm. Okay. That's a, that is a really good guess. That is a really, really good guess. Chasing a, a certain woman who, for some reason does not seem to be able to take on what I feel are his advances, all right? I'm not saying that he's sort of out there, but I think in his most recent iteration, I kind of feel like there might have been something going on there anyway. If he's not using the Lawnmower 4.0 from Manscaped, he's definitely using his own blade, and he's quite Stormy. the master. Yes, Stormy. Oh no, I know the game, but I've never played it and I only know one character from it. You said the way blue. Uh, oh no, I don't want to say it because I, I, I've definitely got it wrong because the first I'm thinking of is wearing red. No, no, sorry, I'm out. I got too excited. Jim, do you want to take it? Right. Um, his own sword, which he would be quite the master at using, I would imagine. Occasionally, this. What? Did sure, you say sure. uh, is it Link? It's Link. Uh, <laughs> I think I think Link. Straight. I think that means that you are. Uh, I think it means you get the chance. Well done, mate. Congratulations. Uh, sorry, Stormy. Well played, Stormy, what, what are you thinking? What are you, what are you thinking? Well, no, I thought. What was the character? 
Oh, well, the first one where Jim said Mario, before I heard woman, I thought blue and I went Sonic because I thought, oh, man, he runs fast. He probably needs some clean, you know, undersides. Um, and then the second one, when he said blade, all I thought of was, like, the Keyblade from Kingdom Hearts, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. I was like, I really, Who's the I dude? really got it wrong. Who's the dude from Kingdom Hearts? Um, Sora. Sora. And I was like, no, but he was black and red, and I've never played the game, so mm -hmm. I was just like, uh. You get that ban on Dansky and what would get those dirty, dirty chat spam bops out, out of here. Bloody bots. Bloody bots, too. Oh, I'm glad I'm not the only one that thought Sonic as well. Okay, that makes me feel better. I just got mm. the chat up, so. Some other people did say Sonic. Oh. Um... There you go, guys. It's a cheeky little game. Uh, I'm going to throw some like I'm gonna effects and some other bits and pieces to it as well um, next week. And congratulations, Straight Jacket Jim. You win a kiss. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Didn't want, didn't want it anyway. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, thank you, Manscaped, uh, for being a wonderful part of this show and a wonderful part of Game in Australia. The people thank you. We thank you. And my downstairs area is quite consistently thanking you at the moment as well. It's wonderful. <laughs> and if you want to be like Pete, thanking your downstairs area or getting your downstairs area to thank Manscaped, Game on Oz has a 20% off code at the moment that's going through the the chat. So if you go to Manscaped, when you get to the um, the checkout, put in GOA and get your 20% off. That's right, 20% off, guys. And I'll tell you what, like the packages I got has everything... It's about 170 bucks worth, 20% off, or not close to the 30 odd dollars off, uh, and you will be loving this. It's it's bloody good stuff. Excuse me a moment. <laughs> Drop Bear said Duke Nukem would surely manscape. We know who else I think would manscape is, I don't know. This is so random. Like this is the Joker. Oh, hello. This is the Joker. <laughs> hey. Oh hello, Joker. <laughs> is um. Good old Fusey from from Apex Legends, the Aussie dude. I don't know. I just I get. You the Aussie, is he the guy who blows himself up? Uh, he's got the explosions. Yeah. Yeah. He probably would. I just made the correlation as two like Aussie characters, like multiplayer characters. You've got like Fuse from Apex, and then if you guys remember Junkrat from Overwatch, both right. both have to do with explosions. Junkrat's the bomb. I love Junkrat. I imagine um, he would manscape if he hadn't have blown his off. <laughs> um, what's happening? What's going Sorry. on in the game space, you guys? What's going on? What are we talking about tonight? Well, I think at the moment, because I, I feel like I, every time I come on the show, I'm always talking about either playing Apex or Hades and all of that stuff, but... I took a slightly different direction this week Ooh. and it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't out of my own decision making. I was peer pressured into it, um, and should now be proudly called the greatest sister in the world. Um, because my sister ordered a copy, a physical copy of Five Night Security Breach. Um, and for anyone that knows me, um, I absolutely do not like the franchise. Not, not. That's very strong. I do not like the game. I think the franchise is very clever, but I get scared very, very easily. Um, so we picked it up for the PlayStation last week, and we waited to hang out together before we played it. Um, and it's still absolutely terrifying. Like I'm like, you know, in my mid twenties, and I'm sitting like I'm I'm huddled like this next to my little twelve year old sister because I'm just like, no, nah, don't want to play it, don't want to play it, don't want to play it. Um, and it's actually really clever. I've tried to be quite open minded about it because I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen some of the original game where you're just stuck in one security room, um, and you have to obviously stay in there and make sure you just survive the night. Um, but this one actually takes it in a slightly different direction where there is like a big kind of map to explore inside like the pizzeria, uh, which I thought was like a really interesting take on it. Um, I know it's been out on the PC for a little while already and it's only just made its way physically like on disc to console. Um, it's still quite glitchy I, and 
still feels a little unpolished for like the $60 that it was. A 60, I think it was about 60, 70 bucks. Um, but the concept and the direction they took the game, I think I can really appreciate and we're slowly making tracks through it. Um, but yeah, that was a like unexpected game that uh, I wasn't planning on playing this week that I actually played a couple of hours of with her, but I would not play it on my own. It still, it still scares me. So you, I'm uh, guessing you play with like lights off and you know, that's, that's uh, the doors closed, you know? You know? Uh, we, <laughs> we, we played it in the, in the middle of the day. Mind you, it was a bit overcast. It was a little dark, but we had like the sound on loud. So whenever something like grabbed us or whatever, it just hit like with full force. <laughs> Um, but the worst, the worst and best kind of part of, about it was like she had watched YouTubers, like you know, as kids do, <laughs> watching YouTubers play the game already, and she was kind of bragging and being like, "Oh, I've seen the game play like twice. I like I know what to do." But she was like equally as scared, um, but also wouldn't tell me when something scary was coming up. So she was prepared for it, and I wasn't. Um, and then I became like the joke of the next half an hour for for jumping so hard so mm -hmm. yeah that's that's something new that i played this week um it's it's not too bad um but i think it's a little bit pricey for for what it is personally yeah. um but i think the original games are relatively cheap on other consoles i think it's still on xbox game pass as well the original Ooh. ones um yeah, so yeah. if anyone yeah if anyone wanted to try and try it out um, and you, for whatever reason, enjoy jump scares, um, then there you go. You should try that. Um, yeah, I don't know what I've been playing. It's insane. I can't I do it. I don't understand how so many kids love it because I can't. Like I'm, like, I'm an adult. Like, I just, I can't. I, I don't know if it's like the Toy Story fan in me that just like, you know, things come to life at night. Like, ugh, I, I can't. I mean, have you guys ever played anything as like intentionally jump scary as this before or? Uh, not really, because I'm I'm a pansy. Um, like I like I'm I'm a real willy when it comes to that sort of stuff. So I'll tell you guys a story. Like uh, there was a girl that I dated, um, God, like twenty odd years ago, and we our first date was to go and see the ring at the cinema. And I hid behind her pretty much the entire night. And I have like, not seen the ring. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, just the, like... Uh, 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 like, that's the sound this thing makes. Scarier than that. But, and the way that it, like, moved and... Uh, so I'm, I'm not a horror jump scare, like, late at night. Yeah, I, I just can't deal. Strays? I have not seen the. I'm I'm a bit like you, Pete. I'm a bit of a pansy, but the um, I do have phasmophobia sitting there waiting to play, and I've kind of got an excuse at the moment because I want to play it in VR, and I need to get a new cable for the VR headset, which is on its way. Um, so yeah, at the moment I can't play phasmophobia, but I kind of want to. I kind of want to do those jump scary type uh, type games. I want to want to see how fun that they can be and. See how inventive I can get with creating new swear words. I think I, if you ever play Phasmophobia, um, Jim, just let me know because I, I personally quite enjoy playing that. I think it's the one horror thing that does have scares that I do end up going back to, probably because it is multiplayer and I don't feel like mm. I'm on my own. Yeah. Um, but I am not like brave enough to do it in VR, not at all. Um, so props to you. If you do do it, I'll, um, I'll be there. <laughs> what have you guys been playing? Um, so I jumped onto quite the cute little puzzler this week. Um, this I picked up on Xbox Game Pass, and I actually grabbed it because um, I was looking for something that was going to... that I, I just wanted to... I just had an afternoon where I didn't want anything too intense. I've been playing Elden Ring for a while. Very intense game, wonderful game. Absolutely enjoying the shit out of it. But I actually wanted something where... It would challenge me, but I wasn't on the edge of my seat. You know, like one of those afternoons where you're sitting back into the couch. Like mm. that sort of afternoon. So I, I found this game um, uh, bloody called... Uh, here we go. Yep, it's it's up there. Uh, we're seeing it now. Um, I can't believe the name has escaped me. Uh, I Am Fish. So I found this game called I Am Fish. Um, and I'm 
absolutely in love with it. You can see it on your screen now. And essentially what you do is you control these fish through all of these different areas um, and you you know you gradually progress through levels like through a city um, but you you it's all physics it's all physics it's a giant physics game and it's a big puzzler and so you've got to get them from A to B to C to D and eventually like in what you can see here like this particular little fish he uh, you get to start with him in a um, store and then you've got to get him from the store to the ocean and you, you're going across roofs and you're dodging traffic and you're, you know, you're going up and down things and all over the place and, you know, you pass this level, you get to the next level and, you know, there's, there's a bit of a story to it, not too much story. And to be honest with you, the story doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, it's just a, a, just a cool little physics puzzler. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, in this case, like once you do A, some dude comes and finds you in your little round orb fish tank, picks you up, takes him home. And then, you know, the next level, you're starting in the attic of their house. You've got to be careful of the heights that you drop from because you'll smash your orb and you'll, you know, you'll fall out and you'll die. Uh, and as you can imagine, being a fish, watching it die is actually quite, it's actually quite <laughs> tragic. It it's really, really cute. This reminds me of the end of the first, like, the, of Finding Nemo. Yeah, I had, I had a I real big urge to sit there and go, shark bait, hoo-ha. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it but it like is. That, like, but this makes it look so much cooler. Like this looks it, awesome. If you if you smash him, he he just flops around and then he just goes still, and it's really sad. He's just got this really blank, sad look on his face when he dies. And that was the thing that really stuck out to me. So try not to make this poor fish die. Um, but the like it's got this really really cool thing. So it's not just like you're stuck in this orb that you're watching on the screen right now. Like, once you actually get out of this tiny little fish tank, um, at some point you do break out of it and you break it open and you end up in a river or you end up in the ocean or you end up in a pool. And um, you're actually doing things like dodging uh, predators at some point. You're also um, managing yourself through uh, plumbing and pipe work and sewerage and all of these cool little different things. So um, not a terribly hard game. Just a very cute game and the sort of game that I would recommend to somebody if they just want to sink back into their seat one afternoon and just have a bit of a challenge but nothing that's going to make them sweat. Nice. I love the Finding Nemo quote that Drop Bear just chucked into the chat <laughs> as well. The sun is shining, the tank is clean. The tank is clean. The tank is clean. <laughs> 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 there you go you can see him you know he's just he, this is the part of the in the second level where you so come out of the attic you bounce down onto a trampoline and then you bounce into a pool and you break open and now you're going through this like through this piping um yeah i like it it's really cool hmm. uh it's great Swetor? uh actually no <laughs> i i didn't get around to playing Swetor this week i missed out on the weeklies um no. I, I've had a, I've had a busy week actually. Like hockey's back. I actually got outside and touched grass and did stuff. Oh. But I know, yeah, I know, right? But um, yeah, it's still playing a little bit more of Tunic that we were talking about last week. Um, having a oops, should pause that one. Having a lot of fun with that one still. Still trying to get my Foxy Loxy around and do all Foxy. the different little bits and pieces. I'm at the point now where I've had enough of trying to solve the puzzles because, like. We've been raving about this game for a little bit, but to me, it's just gotten to a point where the puzzles are so bloody cryptic and working out what to do is just so goddamn hard. Like, I've just gone, I've had enough. I've, I, I've had fun and now I'm good, but I just want to finish it now. Um, but uh, but it's, it's still a good fun game and it's on Games Pass for everybody if they're, they're keen to try it out. Um I was actually talking to Grumpy Gore on one of our reviewers because he he um, he was playing it as well and he had the similar sort of feelings about it. Just how, like, we're at the start when you you're unlocking all the the different like uh, manual pages and stuff like that, it's fun. It's something new. It's something something a bit different. But yeah, then after a while, it just it starts getting very very. Like I spent an hour going back through old areas on what on some points because I'd missed, um, I'd missed something, and then I realized that, that I'd gotten to. Like it, it was um, 
it was after getting through one of the dark dungeons on the overworld map and you come round back to the first um i'm going to call it a bonfire but it's not a bonfire if you um the the save save recharge point and um because i just didn't go down and go behind something and flick a switch i i didn't know that there was something there that i could go on and continue the game for so i've missed that and spent an hour trying to backtrack and find something when really all i needed to do was go forward a little bit more and and this game's full of that and if i i think that your way forward should always be clear if you want to make the puzzles i mean the the extra stuff puzzly puzzlier and that sort of thing and really cryptic that's cool but i think your way forward should always be reasonably clear so yeah, um I, this is one so i have this issue with um and I, I i've put the since we caught up last week i've sort of put tunic down for the moment and gone back to a couple of other things as well as you know having that arvo playing i am fish mm-hmm. and i get to a stage with with some games where and i actually found that this this happened to me with uh hollow knight as well and that is if i can't sit there like with it with a game like tunic where it does make you backtrack quite often along paths um, that you've already, you know, covered half a dozen times, if not more. I actually start to get a little bit tired of it. Mm. And I find that I have to have a bit of a rest. Now, if I can't sort of sit there and just power through, you know, for a good solid block, if I miss a couple of days, it's also one of those games where I struggle to come back to it because I turn it on and I go, fuck, where, where was I? Where do I begin? And so like, this happened to me with Hollow Knight and I didn't come back for three months and I had to start the game again. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, I was like 65% of the way through that game. Yeah. Um, are, are you just finding that with this game at the moment? It's just like you're, you're actually having to go back um, over areas too many times or what? Not so much because I got to right at the end where, like, well, I didn't know because this game does not tell you anything at all like it it, um but i'm reasonably sure i'm at the last boss fight so i stopped there and was doing other things and looking around um but what i felt like i haven't played hollow knight myself but i've played ori and the blind forest and will of the wisps and where a game like tunic differs from those and even metro dread i played that reasonably recently as well and where, where that those three games differ from Tunic is that they will tell you you need to go to X spot X and you'll use the map and you'll try and get there, but something will be blocking your way. And so you go, all right, well, I need to find something else to help me get me to spot X. And there'll be a spot Y where you can go and, and get stuff. So, um, but yeah, Tunic just does not tell you anything at all. It doesn't even tell you, all right, well, this is the next dungeon you're trying to get to. And, and leave you to it. It doesn't even tell you that there are dungeons. It doesn't tell you much at all. Um, and that kind of wore thin a, a bit during the game. Like, right? Can I? I just need yeah. to jump in for a quick second. The reason mm-hmm. why I was laughing. I'm sorry. I'm I'm so sorry if that sort of knocked you off your pace mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, it's because it's because <laughs> we never see Pavlova face oh. here. Now, I, now I'm sure. I'm sure that he occasionally lurks. Um, for those of you who never heard of this bloke before, Pavlova is one of the most wonderful um, local streamers, local legends here in Perth. He's the pineapple man. Um, and he, he's just gorgeous, right? But um, I just had this image because I've, I swear to God, it's been a long time since I've seen Pavlova. And yet I mentioned Hollow Knight and he appears. Yeah. Now, of, of anybody <laughs> that I watch stream, Hollow Knight's anything. I don't, I don't give a shit what, the, what even the developers say about owning sure they developed it he owns the game as far as i'm concerned it's your game Pav. it's your freaking game and it's so funny because it's literally like watching twitch chat and me going oh yeah, yeah, yeah tuning 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 hollow knight and then him going somebody Hello? say <laughs> my hollow knight radar is going uh it's so good it's so good to see you bro That's <laughs> but, oh. it's all, always good to have you sorry sorry saw me going 
I, I just realized that, um, just very, very quickly, because it's a very bizarre one. Um, I actually, because I had it right next to me, I played Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City, which is only on the 360. I got it for Christmas from one of my best friends, and um, there was like four of us that got a copy each. And it's like, <laughs> it's, it's like online multiplayer, um, and it's kind of set in this like alternate timeline where like, if like Leon, Jill, um, like basically didn't succeed in the events of like Resident Evil 2 and 3. Um, and that was, that was really fun. That's all, all I had to add to that. I knew there was something I did enjoy this week that I played and it was that one. <laughs> Man, did you have a, did you have a little bit of like, was it tedious? I find going back to old school games quite tedious. Uh, initially, I think, like, making that shift between getting used to, like, how not as smooth, I guess, like, kind of clunky the 360 controls used to be. I don't know. I feel like I picked up on it, like, fairly quickly. But, like, I mean, <laughs> like, story-wise, I don't know. Obviously, the quality of story and stuff we get now is, like, so high. And I've, I've, like, not to kind of crap on this one too much, but it's, like, brilliantly, like, corny in some respects um, in terms of, like, just the action and the, like, very kind of cliche action lines and stuff that get spit out in some of these 360 games that I have played. But, no, it's just another Resident Evil game to add to my collection. But, to, no, to answer your question, yeah, maybe it was a little tedious first. Um, but once we got kind of stuck into it, I think we ended up playing it for about, like, two or three hours straight. Um and uh, yeah, it was actually pretty good. <laughs> is is the voice acting on par with the early Resident Evil games? Because some of those are I just like, like especially was it the first one that had like the really amazingly bad voice acting? Yeah, I yeah, I, it definitely had those vibes. I'm gonna be honest, we're kind of there to just like, well, I I don't know. I didn't actually realize in this until like halfway through we played like the party leader or the game leader actually set us on like the hardest difficulty so we were more worried about like skipping all the cutscenes just to replay the same sections over and over again um but um yeah no it was um yeah those those one-liners and stuff for something else something you don't get now i'll say that much <laughs> you know, there's one game that i kind of want to play again now i haven't played it for a while but i do want to go back to it is fortnite because they've made some uh some changes and when i first heard about it because like most people probably would have heard like they've got a no build mode now like i think i think the whole thing was like this particular season was stripping back the building and it was going to make a return and i remember thinking at the time that why would you get rid of the thing that makes your product unique but if you're just adding another mode i think that that's pretty clever by epic doing that and it's going to draw back in. Like I've heard a lot of people that have gotten sick of the building. Freaking Dan the Internet, he hates the building in Fortnite, but loves playing Fortnite. He's got to, he's got to be ecstatic with that. <laughs> he, can't, he can't build for shit. Yeah. That's why. He, that's why he, really. I re, like earlier when we first started the Goal Weekly Show, like fifty years ago now, it Fortnite was one of the things that we would discuss quite often, and it was one of his biggest rage things um he would rant and rave about it every week because he'd get so pissy because the guys like he was playing against in Fortnite could literally whip up these Taj Mahal structures with just and their fingers flying and still manage to like jump off you know 360 spin no scope bang pop him and he just he, he just raged so hard um so yeah I can imagine he'd, he'd be having the time of his life uh, I agree with you. Say that again. Have any of you played the no build mode yet? No. Oh, it's been a long time since I played me some fork knife. I tell you now. Uh, so no, I haven't. Um, did you say you had a crack at it? Yeah, last night actually, I went and updated it, and I went, go on then, because like the I um I'm not gonna um repeat myself from the last few weeks too much, but like Apex is like by far my favorite battle royale game. Um, and I did give Fortnite a go, like, really, really early days, um, just to see what it was like. But, yeah, that building, I just could not get my head around it. And I'm watching, like, people just, like what Pete was saying, just, like, in two seconds, like, you've just built a whole tower and, like, someone's standing on top of you and you're like, you know, I guess I'll die then. 
Like, mm. it's just one of those scenarios. And I played it last night. Um, and I think what they've added, and I could be wrong, because again, I haven't played this in a very, very long time. In the no build mode, you can sprint now, which has like a stamina meter. Um, you can vault um, very similarly to Apex, so we're probably going to compare it to there as well. So you can kind of jump to some higher ledges, I think, because now you can't build. They've compensated for that that way. Yeah. Um, and, and also, like, like you've got the recharging over shields, you, like you, you, you sport into the game with that, right? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, you could slide across like, like the slopes and stuff now. Um, yeah, I actually quite enjoyed it. Like, I'm pretty convinced to just give it another go again because that was the one part of it which stopped me from going to play it in the first place was that damn building. But like, props to people who can do it, but I just, I cannot. So, so I, I just, because I, I'm curious, I haven't played Fortnite for a very, very long time either, but like we're watching the trailer playing in the background at the moment and there's things like tanks and artillery guns and and oh. and things like that. And like, I don't remember that stuff being in Fortnite last time. So I'm wondering if they've added this in to be more uh, traditional battle royale now, like your, your war zones and your PUBGs just in sort of Fortnite. Yeah, it's really interesting because, like, when I was playing it last night, and obviously I got thrown into it after not playing it for ages and ages and ages, um, and I was in a team of three, and one of one of my mates was like, "Oh yeah, that's the battle bus. It, it's on the way." Because I was like, "What's that loud sound?" And I was like, "Didn't we just jump out the battle bus?" And he's like, "Oh no, there's a battle bus you can actually drive, and it has a turret on it, and you can take it around with you, and you can repair the battle bus, and you can modify it." And I was like, "What? What? What? Like, <laughs> since when?" And you're right, there's like turrets lying about and heaps of different little items and stuff to like boost your shields and like remote like re like uh like the detonatable like bombs and stuff like that but like yeah they've just incorporated so much and i know we spoke about this a few weeks ago but i got to see some of those paid skins firsthand mm -hmm. and as someone who has not paid a single cent for anything i felt so like the odd one out I so naked in the game is just yeah, like like i felt so lame and I can understand, I guess, why people get that, like, FOMO. Because I just wear this, like, very generic Fortnite outfit and I'm seeing, like, Carnage and I'm seeing, um, you know, all these, like, Marvel heroes and I'm seeing, like, I think Naruto or, you know, it's so, so strange. But, like, it's amazing just seeing how much that's evolved in the time. Like, I'm sure it's the same for the three of us. It being so long since we've actually touched the game, how much it's changed mm. um so yeah it's a bit of a shock to the system i mean it makes sense to introduce this right like it broadens the game out um as you guys have mentioned you're right there you've spilt some you good had a flying yeah. coaster it's <laughs> <laughs> like it, it broadens the audience for the game out um you know even though dan for all of his whinging would still play it uh, he's more likely to play it more often now. It probably opens up a lot of those people who are like, I'm not getting on it because I don't know how to build and I hate going up against people who build. So opens up your player base. Um, well, even like Reflex in, in the chat, who's one of Goa's, Goa's stream team members here, like he's quite well known for his dislike of Fortnite, but even he's saying, I'm going to give it a go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Reflex is... <laughs> Reflex is spot on. There's there's two things in in Goa's lifetime that I remember Dan saying, and the, the classic lines, classic historical lines of Goa, and uh, that one there. The first thing I remember about Goa is Dan saying, "This is the only game where you take one bullet and turn into a three story building." So that's the classic line. And the other one was um was when he re reviewed Pro Evolution Soccer 2021. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> Pro Evolution Soccer 2021. It's the same fucking game. Okay. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. Bang. Mic drop and he's out. <laughs> it's the same Classic. Uh, it's the sort of thing where I... and I Like, to me, I, I hate saying this because it's mean. It is mean. But Fortnite has almost felt like a dirty word in my mouth whenever I've mm -hmm. said it. Um... And I think I just got on the bandwagon earlier. Like, I was playing a lot of Overwatch. I think I just got on the bandwagon earlier. Of, I'm not playing Fortnite. Fortnite, you're on King. You're playing Fortnite. Um, but with this, with this new, you know, and I, I think it was, you know, I'm going to own the fact that it was a little bit of I couldn't build for shit either. And 
was sick of having my ass handed to me by little kids. So, um, yeah, I might jump on board the bandwagon and give it a go as well. Night, Flexi. Good night. Go a fortnight night. Fortnight night. Go a fortnight night. <laughs> fortnight night. Go a fortnight night. <laughs> Actually, maybe next week. I've got a week off next week. Do you? Ooh. Yeah, so I don't have to go oh. to bed. So assignment due on Friday, and then after that, I've got a little bit of time. I'm sure I can. As in, you got a big assignment due this Friday? Yeah, but then next week, Fortnite time. Open Slather. Where we lock boys. Fortnite nights. Dress up as knights and play Fortnite night. (laughs) Uh, Can I just quickly say, just while we're talking about sort of plans coming up, uh, Intel dropped by my inbox uh, a couple of days ago. I'm just going back and forth with them. We're doing a. I'm going to be doing a Monster Hunter night for Intel. Ooh. Either Saturday night or Sunday night, um, and it is open house. So if you'd like to join, this is not just you guys, but people watching this right now. Um, yeah, if you want to join, we'll just have some fun. Do it. We'll have some fun on Monster Hunter because they got a brand new uh, release coming out very soon. Nice. It's not um, Sunbreak, is it? Because I'm just looking at my, my next video that's queued up. Um, and it, it's uh, Monster Hunter Sun, Sunbreak, which has... Hang on, we're going to say the release date here. Oh, no, that one's... Yeah, the, the 30th of June. That's a little bit way out. Maybe there's something else that's there. But... Um, uh, Monster Hunter Rise. Ah, oh, Rise. Okay. Monster Hunter Rays. I've always found Monster Hunter an, an interesting franchise because it's kind of like um, Pokemon, but animals actually kill you. It's like Pokemon, but the animals kill you. Yeah. Uh, can I just say that I've always imagined that in Pokemon, <clears throat> it's only because it's a PG audience that we've never seen a Pokemon kill a human. Hmm. But I would imagine that if we're talking like, come on, guys, let's be honest. Like, if you are if you are waltzing around up in bloody whatever mountain it happens to be on your way to your seventh badge and you come across a pissed-off Charizard, you're not leaving that fight. You're not leaving that fight intact. Crispy. Yeah, crispy. So crispy. <laughs> As if Ash didn't die multiple times I know, that's in that a... first series. He got I shot know. on the first night, for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were ruthless. But it's even like how, and like in the first few Pokemon games, it was like Pokemon were just oh these nice, cute little animals that you battled together with. And then, what um, what was it? Oh no, it's the one because Arceus had had them in it as well. It was like whatever in the Sinnoh region, whatever generation of Pokemon that was. They've got these two Pokemon are the gods of time and space. It's just like, well, shit, they're not quite cute and cuddly anymore, are they? Well, we, all of us original sort of, sort of players grew up, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And we got adult brains and adult experiences and yeah. kind of went, oh, okay. So, you know, maybe Ash did get burned alive. Maybe he did. Maybe there's more than one Ash. Maybe what we're watching is a Pokemon multiverse. And, yeah. <laughs> and every, every week we're tuning into a different Ash because the last one died. Straight jacket shit. Wash your mouth out, sir. Uh, I feel like I need to wash my mouth out. Well, actually, I feel like I need to take a a, like a a nice long shower because I got some news today that I feel it's coming. It it is, it is, and I wasn't. (laughs) It's one of those things where I understand it, but I am really, really not happy about it because the sequel to Breath of the Wild has been delayed. So it was supposed to be coming out sometime this year, but um, Aonuma d- released a video today um, saying that it's delayed now until spring 2023. So I'm going to guess that's the spring for the Northern Hemisphere, so we're looking at probably about a year away, which I get the need to delay stuff because, a, a, well, that's true these days that a bad game is bad forever, but Nintendo always like to do incredibly polished stuff. But it's been like when 2019 Breath of the Wild 2 was first sort of teased and and I, I kind of just want it. I want it now. 
Give me Breath of the Wild 2, please. It's just Link in a Cave. That's right. I That's remember what. when, uh, actually last night, one of my friends broke the news to me, and I went, no, you got to be joking. Like, you, like, like, you're pulling my leg right now. It didn't just get delayed, because for so long, we were just, like, guessing, like, surely is the end of this year? All that kind of stuff. Um, but, yeah, that's... It, it's rough. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have... I'm only seeing this for the first time. And that ain't the Master Sword, how I remember the Master Sword being Master Sword. No, well, there's, there's a few... Um... What the shit? Yeah, I, I wanted to highlight this because this was one of two little bits in the um, in the presentation that Aonuma did um, about about the delay. And when I saw it, I went, I really liked it. So for those that are listening to uh, to us on on listener for the podcast, it's basically half a master sword. So he's got the hilt. And some of the blade is glowing, but then it sort of trails off into this sort of twisty black stuff and ends about halfway up where you'd think the blade would be. Um, well, it, look, it looks like all the um, it looks like the runes and goop and whatnot that um, like inflicted the land uh, in the first in the first breath of the wild. It looks like Link's hand because like one of the. Like I go down the rabbit hole of a lot of Legend of Zelda theory videos, um, watch a lot of stuff like Hyrule Gamer and Bandit Plays and Nintendo Black Crisis, and they've got like so many theory videos just on anything Zelda. Um, and there's one that says, like, because the whole thing about the Zelda series is that chronologically the first game is Skyward Sword, and that finished with Demise cursing um Lincoln Zelda and at this time Zelda was like the the reincarnation of the goddess Hylia which the demon demise was fighting with don't don't get me too started I won't go too <laughs> depth into that because there is like I said there is a freaking rabbit hole that you can go down here about this um, yeah yeah I'm sorry yeah it is it is I'm still that's going fine. but um but fine. basically that's where the master sword started um and there's a theory out there that for the cycle to break with the reincarnation of Link and Zelda and Ganondorf always coming back, because that's the other thing, that Link, Link and Zelda are always different Links and Zeldas, but Ganondorf is always the Ganondorf. He just gets reincarnated and comes back. And there's a theory that says for that cycle to be broken, the Master Sword needs to be broken. So I'm, I know it's a long shot, and I'm looking at this going... I kind of, I, they've kind of broken the Master Sword. I wonder if this is like step one to to maybe bringing in some new bad guys for, for Zelda in the mainline Zeldas. So juicy. This uh, is so, so juicy. I love it. Absolutely I understood it. a little bit of bit what of you said. <laughs> it just sounds like I have to play more Zelda to understand because I'm like so out of the loop. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, I would recommend doing that anyway because, you know, they're amazing games. Even... Like, well, I've just got more time to finish the first one, the first Breath of the Wild. Mm, that's um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Can we please? <laughs> can we please? Uh, considering he's delayed Zelda Breath of the Wild too, I feel like he's our nemesis, and I would like to put forward a motion to change Aonuma to now Aonuman, uh, a la Seinfeld and his nemesis Newman. If everybody's happy with that, I, I move for that motion. All in favour, say aye. Aye. I feel feel like Miyamoto is going to come out of somewhere and backhand us across the face. Some and just. Did you Did you ever watch Seinfeld? Saw me. Yeah. Did you? Oh, that that was really flat. I I didn't, but I know who Newman is. (laughs) Ao Newman. Ao Newman. Yeah. Ao Newman. But yeah, it's a. But no, it's going to be interesting. Like, because there's, there's a lot of different things. Like, even in this screenshot, you can see here, you can see the the black on Link's hand, which kind of matches the black that's on the the sword itself. So, yeah, and and I do know as well. Like, they're still calling it the sequel to Breath of the Wild. So they're not calling it Breath of the Wild Two anymore. It's the sequel to Breath of the Wild. They're not releasing the subtitle for it because they they've said that it'll give away too much. So that, that that will basically tell us a lot about the game. Well, for me, it's like, what's going on with that gauntlet? 
that's that's the that's the big thing for me in this still that we're looking at here from the from the Nintendo Direct. It's like what's going on with that gauntlet? The gauntlet's shining. Clearly, his third of the Triforce, um, its strength. Link's power is strength, right? Uh, courage. Uh, courage. Courage. Thank you. Um, so clearly, you know, courage is going off. He's wielding it, but there's there's got to be something to do with that gauntlet as well because he's not wearing the same gauntlet on the left hand, so it's not cosmetic. It's it's definitely something necessary for him, but what appears to wield this version of the Master Sword. Mm-hmm. But yes. Pumped. Pumped. Yeah, Pumped. And I know. And, like, I, I got down on it, but I'm super excited to see it. Like, so Nintendo always polish their games really well and it's only a year what's a year between friends very good good. (laughs) uh what else we got we've got like a few minutes left we've got anything else going on we do we've we've got um one last thing to talk about i know lots to talk about tonight we've um sony launched their new playstation plus so this is um this is an interesting thing, and I must admit I don't pay a lot of attention to Sony stuff because I don't have a PlayStation. I would love to get one, but I, I can't get one. Um, so basically this is a rejigging of the current PlayStation Plus. So those on on the PlayStation Plus now, or PlayStation Now, or whatever their service is called, um, will be moved over to PlayStation Plus Essential, which is 10 US dollars a month, um, gets them their two free games a month, some discounts, some cloud storage for save files, and online multiplayer. So um, that's basically what they get now anyway. But then they've got a PlayStation Plus Extra, which for 15 US dollars a month, gets them all the benefits of the essential tier. So you get your downloadable game, two downloadable games a month, you get the, your saves and your online play, but also you get a catalog of 400 of PS4 and PS5 games. Um, so that's that's basically the Sony Game Pass right there. That's yeah, the, I mean, that, that's that's competing with Xbox for yeah, sure. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, that's, that's giving you enough choice um, to give you enough of a, hey, we've got just as much shit on our thing as Xbox mm. does. And really they do, because like there's another version on top of that called PlayStation Plus Premium, which is um, $17.99 US a month, uh, which gets you all the essential and extra stuff, but also adds PS3 games via cloud streaming um, and also like a whole heap of PS2, PlayStation 1, PSP titles both by streaming and download as well. The unfortunate news there is Australia is not on the the list to get the cloud gaming stuff um, just yet, but there will be a product called a PlayStation Plus Deluxe, which will be at a sort of reduced rate so that we can still get everything except for the streaming stuff, which, I don't know, it kind of feels like we're we're a big enough market where we should have been coming out with that. the but, streaming stuff? Yeah. Uh, man, I don't know. Have you guys used xCloud yep. at all? Yeah. Okay, so... Oh, definitely. Right. Uh, now, uh, now I'm talking about xCloud Game Pass on your PC connected to your internet. Um, so I've used xCloud on my mobile phone, and it, it, like on 5G in particular, it streams really, really well. It's not glitchy, not laggy, not poppy. It's very smooth. Um, I've tried to play a lot of games on my Xbox connected to my home internet and i've i've got a decent connection you know for for an australian connection it's a decent connection like i'm averaging 120 down um you know 50 up or whatever it happens to be and i'm generally hitting those speeds most days on and off peak um and i'm i'm testing these games out the cloud streaming versions of them while the rest of the family's out and i'm just about shutting everything else down just to see how i can go and i'm having issues it's struggling Mm -hmm. It is, I mean, it is chugging, and I've got good internet. Yeah, it's like what Natty said in chat just then. It said it would be great if we had the infrastructure, but, I mean, mm-hmm. that's not Sony's fault. Like, I think if they did still offer, you know, the premium in Australia, I don't think anyone here is going to have a good time with it, if I'm going to mm. be honest. Yeah, I agree with you. I reckon they've probably just gone, it's, it's, just, not, it's, it's just not something that we can actually deliver. And the thing is, like... You know, for most people, most people at a very at a at a very basic level understand the internet and understand how 
your your bits and pieces function on the internet and with the internet and so on and so forth. But you know, generally getting any more complicated than that, you start to lose people. And like I reckon there'd be a lot of people out there who would probably be using the X Cloud service on their Xbox who might be having the same uh, experience as me, and they'd probably point the finger at Xbox and go, oh, "Shit service." There's a fair chance that that might happen. And whether it's happening or not, you know, Sony are probably looking at that and going, you know what, if, if we launched it in a market that doesn't have the infrastructure ready and it's not going to work very well on the consoles connected to their internet, then that is something that might come back on us. People might be pissed off at us about that. Mm. So how about we just don't launch it um, and we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. I think I- in that context, it obviously makes sense, but it's just it's just a shame that... You know, it's like because we we never we like it's like talking about PS Now. Is that the other thing we we've never uh, got here? I think PS Now is their current service, and I thought we did get that, no, or maybe we I, didn't. I, I don't no, know. I like I said, I'm not a Sony person. Think, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just, it's it's annoying. It's just, it's just knowing. It, it's just like knowing that other places have it, but we don't. It's just like. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I could see why obviously people would be frustrated, but I think like what going off what Pete and Natty has said, I think it's just better not to offer it at all if they're not actually gonna be able to if if what we have here isn't gonna be able to support it well enough for it to be like a well working product or service. And that's that's fine, but why why hold back like the PS three games are only available via cloud streaming. Without if we don't get cloud streaming here those PlayStation Plus Premium users won't get access to PlayStation 3 games. Mm-hmm. So, like, why, why not offer them as downloads then instead? Like, no, if, I, think, I, yeah. think they, no I agree. I think they should. I think they absolutely should offer them as downloads, mm-hmm. um, without a doubt. I mean, we've got... we On Xbox, you can. You can go through and you can play back catalogs going all the way yep. back to the 360. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, admittedly, there's not heaps of them, but... They've got some amazing titles up there. You've got all your Fables. You've got the Banjos. You've got all the Rare games. You've got the Halos. Like, it's, you know, so I, I think they should be up there. 100% I think they should. If they want to yeah. genuinely compete with uh, Xbox, they should be. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, we're, we're, we're sort of seeing, like, a lot of the original IP that Sony owned is either not owned by them anymore completely or sort of part owned by other so i don't know maybe they're looking at a lot of their back catalog and going well we we don't own snake and we don't own um uh crash and we don't own you know so on and so forth i don't know maybe they maybe they've looked at it and gone our our huge titles maybe we don't have the opportunity to put them up there mm, yeah um, maybe but i mean that's a you know i'm i'm only like grasping at a handful like there's a there's a shit ton of like you know first party ip sony playstation games out there but i'd love to see uh oh god what was it it was the futuristic racer and it came out on the first playstation um oh please if somebody in chat can remember this game it was one of the first racing games to come out and it absolutely blew my mind because i'd never seen anything like it I and it was all Ridge Racer, but that was actually like proper racing game. No, it was all hover ships. Uh, yes, it was Wipeout. Yeah, Wipeout. <laughs> Wipeout was sick. Wipeout twenty forty eight. Yeah, that was a good game. I, like uh, that, honestly, felt like I couldn't keep up. Like I was, I was like racing faster than anything that I've ever seen, ever. <laughs> Ah, guys, I'm I'm getting the wind up at six o'clock. Yep. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to get my buttons to work because my stream deck's not playing the game really. But um, I'm going to have to do this manually. So going back old school with changing the scenes over because um, we got nuts and bolts coming up next. So please stick around for that. We've got some, myself and Natty talking about all some cool. Oh my god, I'm going to get to geek out on that Chief Pentanet game last. Oh my god. I'm I'm still not I'm still not over it. It it was such a oh, it was such a good game. Um, so good. That's what you come to finals for for League of Legends? Oh I hell do. yeah! Hang around if you want to 
see an interview. I, you asked me to chase up one of the pentanet.gg guys. Um, I did speak with Scott Westonway, who's the general manager of pentanet.gg. Uh, he's just trying to chase one down for you oh, for the show. would be and, amazing. Um, hopefully Rogue, because Rogue has had an interesting history. He went mm. over to France. He played internationally for a little while. In between PGG stints, he's now come back. He's essentially leading this team. Um, and they're doing uh, doing very, very well than they had originally planned. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we get rogue for you, but hang around on nuts and bolts Woo. to find out. Um, big thanks to Manscaped uh, for being a part of us, being a very close part of me in particular. Um, and Stormy, wonderful to see you. As always, straight, you too. And thank you to our wonderful Twitch chat for your support and for joining in the show. We really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Thanks, everyone. Bye.